0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Inspired Women Gathering Show. This is a show that talks about all things from life, relationships, spirituality, business, and everything in between. Women are so inspiring, living through their stories, finding resilience, resourcefulness, the tenacity, and the powerful impact that we make in the world. I love connecting and having deep conversations, sharing with you the women I am inspired by and so blessed to know. My name is Dixie Bennett, I'm your host, and I'm a soulful women in wealth coach and healer helping heart-centered entrepreneurial women heal their self-worth embody their soul purpose, and create sustainable business with heart. And I created this platform to highlight amazing women that I come across and connect with, and I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. And I'm so excited to introduce you to my beautiful guest today. Her name is Tammy Smith, and our topic today is shifting perspectives. Tammy is the founder of the Spirit Women Academy. She is a clinical hypnotherapist, owner of Next Level Therapy, the Kelowna School of Hypnotherapy and Psychic Healers, Although her channelings from a spirit group called Michael has, she has been, sorry, through her channelings from a spirit group called Michael, she has been given very clear instructions on how to open up our psychic abilities and connection with the universe. Tammy was told to create a platform in which to elevate women's psychic abilities and raise their intuition as we continue the gradual shift from the patriarchal society back to a matriarchal one. In this graduation, it is most important for women to recall their intuitive and psychic skills and abilities to bring higher level of understanding and communication back to the earth. So that's why Spirit Women Academy was born. Here to bring the tools and support women need to elevate their spiritual journey. So welcome, Tammy. I'm so happy to have you here.
1: Thank you, Dixie. I'm excited to be here. It's such a blessing to have met you and to have some conversations with you in person. I love it. You've got so much, so much going on.
0: Yes, and your your story is so inspiring, so I can't wait to dive into that. And just before we do, so share a little bit about your, kind of your business, like where you are right now and, you know, just because there's a connection to Calgary as well. So just share a bit about that.
1: Yes, for sure. Uh, I am the owner of the Kelowna College of Professional Hypnotherapy, which is an offshoot or a franchise of uh, Mm -hmm. the College of Professional Hypnotherapy in Calgary. So um, I do have, I have spent a lot of time in Calgary, obviously in school. Uh, and so now I, I'm, it's, it's part and parcel of what my purpose is, which mm-hmm. is to, to bring about more healers in the world and specifically um, geared toward women mm-hmm. and in my experience and in my, you know, recent findings um, and my channelings um, that's become extremely important is to really connect to women because first of all women are more open to what it is that we're doing and elevating um, spirit mm-hmm. and opening up intuition and psychic ability but it's important um, for us to really be the backbone of what's going on in our universe and in our society and in our world and so on moving forward back mm-hmm. to that matriarchal so i'm i'm really excited and honored and 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 at this point in my life i'm 53 it's like yes i know what my purpose is (laughs) this is great you know i'm i finally i'm finally here after years and years of kind of going you know feeling that struggle Mm -hmm. and that's why the spirit woman academy was born is because I understand and I'm in connection with so many women who are in that space of mm-hmm. what is it that's my true purpose, you know, I, they're curious and questioning uh, spirituality and and that there's more to life, maybe at their, their phase of their life where they finished raising their kids and now mm-hmm. it's more shifting on to more about them and who they are and who is that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the academy was born, so I'm offering uh, courses and programs and products and things, and of course, my groups and that focus and help women to, to really hone into that and nurture that mm-hmm. and bring that about for global change, mm-hmm.
0: truly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you find that there's an age? Because um, like most of my clients that I work with are 50 plus, and Ex- I find they're everything that you just described, they are, you know, they're either recently empty nesters, they are... You know, they've always kind of been gone down the road of spirituality. Um, they've always kind of dabbled in things. They had a career. You know, they stayed home with their kids, kind of bounced in and out of another career maybe or continued down that path. And then, you know, it's like the whole menopausal piece hits. And then, you know, there's all these and, and, and parts. And it's that 50-something, you know, that I, t- again, like, I just always tend to connect with very effortlessly, um, because I'm holding space for them to realize their greatness, um, their, their intuitive gifts, and they're expanding, so they're kind of there in the background, but now they get to really focus on that. Do you feel like that there's an age, um, that you connect more with? Absolutely, Yeah.
1: yeah, for sure, um, for a lot of women, I, I see sort of in that forty-five and up
0: mm-hmm. range.
1: Um, for myself, the major shift happened when I was fifty-one mm-hmm. um, in Mexico last year. So that was a major like timeline, mm-hmm. uh, complete shift for me, and catapultation if that's mm-hmm. a word. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely. No. And it is it is about that sort yeah. of um, heading into the crone phase of our our lives right. and shifting into that space. Uh, where there's more wisdom, more knowledge um, to be consumed and to be opened up to. And one of the things that I like to sort of focus and and remind women of is that your psychic and intuitive gifts have been with you since birth mm-hmm. and before. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of reopening that up. Because we've, we've squelched that either through peer pressure or um, through however our upbringing may have been, and then mm-hmm. moving into you know, our 20s and 30s and raising children and really being the focus of, of that and not of ourselves. But really, it's about, it's about remembering. Mm-hmm. And opening back up to that because that's so 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 important
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, with my practice in hypnotherapy i'm I'm so fortunate to be able to help women to do that uh, through past life regression or current life regression or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. and really get them back in touch with that side of themselves. And, you know, so many people are just like, oh, I wish I had these abilities. I wish I was able to, you know, channel. I wish I was able to um, speak to people on the other side or so on. And it's like, man, it is so easy.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, sure is really?
1: It's, yeah. And so, so being guided to, to really show them that they all have this gift and that it's mm-hmm. important. And it's almost our responsibility to bring this back out into the world and sh- to shine our individual light for sure.
0: Yeah. Did you always have the ability, like were you an awakened one at a younger age or did it kind of, was it there in the background kind of quiet and then it came out more?
1: It was that typical story of of being a child and having ability to move things energetically with my mind to communicate with i had two best friends that um through uh, elementary school and we could communicate telekinetically and we thought nothing of it it was just normal um we, i i remember thoroughly remember um uh myself and my friends using the little brother to levitate, like levitating, <laughs> like you know, and that, and it was just magic. It was pure magic, astral travel, like constantly. And I loved it. It was so felt so good. It felt just being in myself, right. Just absolutely knowing who I was. Mm-hmm. And then it was squelched. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, teenage years came and, um, there was a lot of, um, in my particular household, there was a lot of, the yin and yang of spirituality to uh christianity and and so a lot of it was was really just like oop i better shut up i better you know so real real kind of typical um if you could say that and it but it, it goes before that too right like so many people don't even remember that they know and they knew and they were born with this So it's important that we awaken that again. I remember asking my first daughter when she was three and and was starting to speak is like, honey, who, who were you in your life before you came Mm -hmm. to see mommy? And and she said, she said, I was a very old, old, old man, (laughs) it was just beautiful. I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) it was so sweet. So we know, you know, and to be able to, to allow our children to explore that and express that without being squelched, like moving forward. Mm -hmm.
0: it's going to be so important so important I I agree yeah well I find it fascinating you know as we kind of move through and as I'm having conversations with other very dynamically spiritual women who have multiple gifts and um and awarenesses I find the journey is really interesting because some some women kind of like what you shared remember all these instances being a young child having all these amazing experiences and then it getting squelched or you know, suppressed and dormant. And then I've talked with other women and they have just like, but I, I've just always been magical. Like I didn't really have an awakening. It was just, I didn't know any other way. And so they just kind of kept accepting it and also having people in their life that were honoring their gifts and helping them to to flourish and to, to work with them. And, <clears throat> you know, it's that, I, we need people like you and myself, you know, where we're awakening people to the, or awakening women, um, yes. through their amazing gifts and we need light workers more than ever. I've been having this conversation all week. I mean, not just this week, all the time, but it's been really, um, a lot stronger this week, especially with the massive shifts and changes that are happening in the yes. past. And there's a lot of blowing up, like literally, you know, and unfortunately, you know, the experiences in Lebanon right now, um, you know, it's, it really feels that way. It's like everything is kind of a ticking time bomb and, but it's also a great time to bring to light the truth, right? And so even things that have been hiding out and lurking in the shadows is also an opportunity to bring light to it and to shift it and to grow it. So I believe your work um, in the world and awakening women into their psychic abilities. I think that's such a beautiful gift. We need it. And more women to really honor themselves and to step forward into that place. Because it's, I think it's more work to deny it.
1: For sure. It is. And it's just so refreshing and beautiful. And uh, to feel that you're finally who you really, really are, Mm. and that you're working and operating in that space. There's, there's nothing like it. When I was into my 20s and sort of out of the home, I was able to uh, reestablish or reconnect with, with that okay. and that remembering and in a quiet way, right? So I was the closet case. <laughs> so it wasn't until, um, you know, a little bit later, a little bit later and into my late 40s that it was a lot more prevalent and, um, sometime in my 40s, I became a Reiki master, a hypnotherapist, like Mm -hmm. all of it really to to sort of bring all of these tools together and Mm -hmm. to really understand that and be able to then teach that. So all the parts and pieces. um, But then the real connection or the real, I guess, expansion for me was after um, I had an accident in Mexico Mm -hmm. with my husband and our Jeep was totaled and he passed. And when I woke up which literally i walked away from this accident but i woke up in hospital i was just a fractured little um, tip of my wedding ring finger and immediately it just he, he started speaking to me and 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 the messages were coming in like like drinking water it was just mm-hmm. amazing and when i was finally able to you know hold a pen and and make some notes and start writing And it just flowed and flowed and continued to flow Mm -hmm. and the the biggest piece of that and was um the messages you know for for the world for women this is your purpose this Mm -hmm. is your life and it was it was literally something that was like here's the map now go (laughs) like this is what you have to do and he specifically stuck around with me um until last december And then he told me he's ascending, but he was so happy because he he knew everything was in line. You've met the people you're supposed to meet. You're doing the things you're supposed to do. You're, you're, you're doing the work you're supposed to be doing. You're on the path. It's like, Oh, okay, good. Now I can, you know, go do my work. Mm -hmm. And then after that, um, the group came in. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and for lack of a better name, they're like, you can call us Michael, but, but it's now, um, the channelings come from a group specifically. So, so it's still there and it just flows. And it's, it's one of those things where, you know, prior to this space and that time and that juncture, um, it was one of those things. It's like, Oh, I wish I had the ability to channel. Mm -hmm. And it was like, but it's always been there. (laughs) it's just being able to open it up and mine like smack dab opened in a massive Mm -hmm. way but then I was shown how to teach people to open it in 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 much more simpler terms so
0: that's been a really
1: really for
0: me yeah that was well and from our conversation that that was like a really pivotal turning point for you but totally. I would really love for you because that that story is such a it's like this is really who you are now and that story is so powerful I'd love to you to go back and just share a little bit more about you know because share about where the accident was what was going on in your life at that time because you were in a totally different country and just some totally of the different. things that kind of led up to that and and you know just what happened to your husband and what happened to you and that realization because that that is huge. You have to share that. <laughs> and I can't tell it. It's your story. To tell. <laughs> we uh, we I,
1: I still have um, twenty acres in Belize and we were living on a property there. Um, we were still a halftime so throughout the winter months and it was just the days leading up to our 12th wedding anniversary that uh we were traveling in our jeep from belize to uh, cancun we have a timeshare in cancun and uh, the accident happened near Bacalar. i don't have any memory of the accident whatsoever i've pieced together from news Mm -hmm. reports and and those kinds of things what may have probably happened Mm -hmm. um but the messages that were received afterward not just to me but to to acquaintances that i know and people that i'm well, just acquaintances and friends yeah. um, who saw Michael, heard from Michael. Michael checked in on them to say make sure she gets this message and so on. Was that it? Was an absolute positive? Uh, it, it had to happen. It was planned from from day one, mm-hmm. and the shift was if if I if we had stayed in Belize um, because that was really where he wanted to be and he wanted to retire, then I wouldn't be able to do the work that I needed to do, mm-hmm. and so there was this this period where it was like, okay, he's got to (laughs) go. And, and it was, you know, it's planned always from the beginning, but, but it was there in that juncture in that timeline. And what was really interesting is um, one of my acquaintances who's, who's very, very connected. She had told me there was three different ways that it could have gone down that day. Mm -hmm. Um, The way that it happened caused me the least amount of pain, Mm -hmm. physical pain. Um, the second way would have been him still living, but being in a vegetative state. So I would have been, you know, more hurt, more affected. Mm -hmm. And then the third way, um, was actually a shooting. Mm. in uh yeah outside of Cancun it's really interesting when that came out then I did some research and I looked up and sure enough there was a neighborhood that we would have been going through to get to our our area resort area that there was a shooting that day and there was some people killed so it was one of those things it's like hmm so I started looking into more of the non-coincidental mm. <laughs> aspects right and uh just the previous October that because that had happened in February last year Um, I had before heading down to Belize for six months, I told my daughter, I'm giving you this binder. It has all of our information in it. like everything to do estate wise. There's copies of our passports, copies of the visas, copies of this, copies of that, like everything to do with everything. Like here it is. And we've been going down for years, like every year. (laughs) <laughs> and I'd never produced that information for her and so here it was like literally when the accident happened she's like flipped the book open mm-hmm. who to call what to do where to go and and so on and so forth which was tremendous because when they when we were found um on the highway uh everything was stolen mm-hmm. out of the car off of us everything right so passports mm-hmm. money um, jewelry my husband's watch like everything it was it was sick um and unfortunate but nobody knew who I was <laughs> like where did I come from right so it was difficult they started piecing it piecing it together and actually through social media found our connection to family and and mm-hmm. so on so I was able to contact my daughter so it was unreal um so that was something and then the the months prior to the accident too it was probably four or five times or so that my husband said to me um uh, if anything happens to me you're going to be okay
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Like,
1: like, we've got all of these ducks in a row. Like, we've got this and this and this, like, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, yeah, no worries. Like, what are you talking about? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and really, I was, I was um, graciously um, blinded to what was about to happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? So, so there was no precognition or anything of it. It was just, there I was, and I have no memory of the accident. I was completely spared that. Um, and, and here I am, right. Mm -hmm. And, and when I sat there in the hospital and had my wedding ring on, this finger was fractured and just black from blood. And I remember kind of waking up and going, shouldn't somebody pop that, (laughs) like (laughs) release the blood from there. And then I hear Michael laughing and I was like, oh, you bugger, you did it on purpose because he never wanted me to take my ring off. It was one of those things and everything else was stolen.
0: Wow. Couldn't get the ring off. They couldn't get My the ring off. Like, yeah, said. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's really neat. I mean, there's so many things that sort of leading up to it and everything. You realize mm-hmm. that there's no coincidences at all mm-hmm. in our world, in our universe, and and that's just like that was such proof to me. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, and everything in alignment is like everything, you know, even Mm -hmm. meeting you and everything. It's just, it's beautiful. I love the way it unfolds. It's exciting to me. (laughs) I know,
0: too. I think it's, I always trust in it. And I, I took a trip a couple of years ago. I think it's so important to listen to those divine nudges or those whispers that come in. Um, I was going to Arizona and it was just a last minute impromptu trip. Like I had some, I needed to take the holiday and it was kind of a forced, forced myself to go, and, and it was kind of interesting going, because the whispers kept saying, get, like, have access to money, get, you know, have all your credit cards ready, like, have, like, you know, make sure you've got your travel insurance, like, it was, like, all these little checklists, and I'm just, like, and I, I mean, I've traveled, I've traveled around the world, and I mean, I, I have the basics in place, you know, and but whatever reason there was urgency around this one and i you know it was just of course i listened and took action on it and i've never been in a car accident before but the first i was like as soon as i arrived i was in bliss i was happy i was like okay i'm here i'm gonna have my holiday this is all for me it's not business related and i ended up backing up and i got into a fender bender with a mexican And it was such a random thing, because the, the, the cop that came, his name was Trudeau, the Mexican, oh. didn't have his papers, and I'm in Arizona, like, I'm in Scottsdale, he didn't have his papers, and then, and here I am, Dixie, from Canada. So, there's Trudeau, the Mexican, in the, in the States, and, like, having this experience, it was just absolutely bizarre, but it was kind of that first you know and then Mm -hmm. it was the next thing and the next thing and it was monsoon season and it was I'd never experienced monsoon season I didn't even know what it was really (laughs) and I got caught in the monsoon like it was absolutely insane and it was just again this thing after thing and then I went to uh, this beautiful retreat center And I wasn't even there 30 minutes. And she literally had me sign a form that said, you know, word for word, even if you trip and fall and hit your head on a rock, you are liable. Like we are not liable for anything. So I signed away all my rights, but I was at 30 minutes into going exploring the property, I fell and I hit my head on a rock.
1: Oh my gosh. And
0: And I literally hurt my ankle so bad that I was stranded there for three days off the grid nobody knew where I was I had no cell coverage no no anything and it was um I mean there's so many other pieces that came out of it but it was all those divine preparations that were in place Mm -hmm. for me because I mean all my hotel like I did wasn't planning on spending the night I was there for the day so I had one change of clothes um I had no accessory like nothing with me whatsoever. And then I'm laid up for like three days in the middle of nowhere with no access to anything. <laughs> and it was just like it was a force, deeper meditation, deeper connection to myself. Um, with so many magical experiences. And it was just such a divine, it was called Angel Valley of all places.
1: Oh um, wow. Beautiful.
0: And it was just it was all divine intention and divine, it was like the universe was preparing me to have that experience and to also know that I was taken care of through it. And, you know, the, um, the couple were gracious. I mean, they, they were kind of in their off season as well. So they literally had, you know, lots of spaces available and they gave me a really nice one <laughs> that had my oh, nice. private shower, a little kitchenette kind of thing. And, you know, but I, I had no food, I couldn't cook. So the, the chef stayed on a little bit extra longer because she was supposed to go on holidays, I guess. And so she made homemade soul nourishing food and she was German, I think. Oh, it was just, but it was, you know, that the, the, the divine Uh nudges of inspiration of whispers Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself, get things in place. And then, you know, just, and I didn't know what I was walking into, but it was like a horror, you know, it was just like challenge wall, water, you know, it was like the desert literally chewed me up and spit me out.
1: Oh yeah. Ch- such a challenge. But it's, it's that piece about the, um, the, the whispers and mm-hmm. the inner knowing and stuff and, and really recognizing that and opening up to that and allowing that mm-hmm. that's, that's what I'm here to teach. Like that's mm-hmm. what I'm here to show and to, to bring out. Um, so yeah, it's, it's all, you know, about the purpose and how it's all aligned It's just, mm-hmm. is quite phenomenal. But, um, yeah, even when you say credit cards, my uh, one one of my best friends and my daughter were the ones that came to um, Mexico to rescue me, <laughs> basically yeah. because I had no way to get home and everything, and I was I was on a um, neck wrap and stuff yeah. from whiplash, but um, just the day before, um, a brand new visa card had you know come. she had ordered like a a WestJet one and uh it had like a clear limit and everything you know it was huge limit and stuff and she's like awesome let's go like right now jumped on Mm -hmm. a plane basically and and, uh, when they found out what was going on and um just things like that right so all these little Mm -hmm. little parts and pieces and you realize oh no coincidences Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So how, so so for people who are listening and who are just kind of questioning those divine nudges, what might be some advice that you could give to them to, to really, how do you surrender into that and, and just trust in the flow and guidance? Well, it's,
1: it's about, you, you need to work a little bit too on your, on your vibrational energy, right? So, so I think the first thing is, is really sort of doing that cleanse, (laughs) the -hmm. internal, really taking a look internally and focusing on what it is that you're really focusing on. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're always in a negative space, then you're just going to be attracting that. Like we all know, you know, what the law of attraction is about and what happens. But, but if you're not in a state of receiving, then it's not going to happen. Um, there's just no way. There's just this blockage always, always in place. So just allowing and really noticing, noticing your words, noticing your environment
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and and choosing what it is that you're willing to take in and take on. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's really about taking some time and um, just, I, I like to see it being in a state of allowance. Like meditation is really, really important because it does help us to open up. Um, and if people are having trouble with meditating, you know, there's ways and breathing techniques and things to just get you relaxed and get you out of your out of yourself, out of your own way. And I'm grateful to have hypnotherapy as a background now because it's, it's, it's such a unique and interesting way to to teach that quickly and to show how that works and enable people to just be in that space within seconds of allowing. So there's, there's definitely some parts that you can start and it would be that, be watching your vibration, allowing yourself some time every day to really just be and um, just sort of focus on nothing, and allow, and listen, then it's listening, right, listen for those whispers, listen for the, that intuitive nudging, right, listening to your gut, well, which chakra is that, like, that's, <laughs> that's all about, you know, that intuitive knowing, right, so, so um, not second-guessing yourself, right? Just really Mm -hmm. going with that. And I'm sure everyone has experienced at some point in their life, the synchronicity, right? You're thinking Mm -hmm. about a friend they call, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, um, I don't know. I used to play the game of parking spaces before I'd head downtown. It's like, I'm going to find the perfect parking space. It's going to be right Mm -hmm. there for me. And it always was. So, so those, those parts and pieces, like really watching, we're not, not thinking like, oh, I'm not going to go downtown because I can never find parking. And oh, it's so frustrating. Mm -hmm. And traffic is, traffic is traffic. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you just, you, you go with it, right? So yeah. it's a lot of it. Yeah. It's just really watching that vibration is a big, big thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we all have the negative and positive polar- polarities. They're there for a reason, right? If we don't have the negative, we can't learn what the positive is mm-hmm. in relationships and so on. If you've had a relationship, it's like, oh my God, that was the worst one. I'm life. what did you learn from it? Take the positive from it. Always, always, always take the positive from it. Mm-hmm. So you're operating at a higher vibration. Mm-hmm. I work with a lot of people in, um, in their homes and um, on entities right so people visited by entities or there's some there's some uh, conflict within the home or you know their pets are going crazy and they don't know why and and it's, it has to do with it, the entities that are there and have attached themselves to them so helping them to understand the vibration and and what it is about them that perhaps they're attracting this or that is attaching to them and and then releasing it and letting it go and mm-hmm. and also finding out the story behind it too and there's mm-hmm. some entities that I've um, well usually every time that I'm able to work with right there and actually do some um, some root cause healing mm-hmm. and some child therapy with that entity and allow them to release too so mm-hmm. it's fascinating work <laughs> it really is and it gets me excited every day mm-hmm. um, to my kind of work yeah
0: yeah I, yeah, hear but, yeah I love I love all of it too and it all comes in the right avenue, the right package, the right time the right. I've just always yeah. learned over the years to trust that I have the right tools to manage mm-hmm. and to navigate through or, you know, ask more questions, right? That's the big part. Exactly. That. But I want to go back. When to I was a, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry.
1: I was just going to say when I was a child, that's one of the things that I fully remember along with everything else was always knowing I was going to be okay. Right. Always knowing that everything was there for me. Mm-hmm. Like just always knowing, like you don't have to worry about a thing, and it's been like a theme of my whole life. It's like no, it's all going to, it's all going to flow. So I've I've always kind of listened to that and remembered that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was just that, that instinct that everything was going to be okay. And then of course after the accident, that was the first thing <laughs> that I learned. It was like it's all going to be okay.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: you're exactly. You're living out the path. So
0: well and and, Michael was telling you before it even happened that it, no matter what happens to me, you're going to be okay. So you had to journal. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So neat, so powerful. Well, I want to go just right. go back a little bit to the listening part because that's a big conversation that I have with a lot of people and a lot of my work too is about listening to the pause. We're so fast. We want to fill the gaps. We want to fill the pause. We want to you know we want to do things to make things better. We need to be actioning instead of just really being in the pause and mm-hmm what would be your advice or what, what is your take on helping people to really get into that active listening part? Because that, that is where the divine whispers is in the quietude or in the quietness. Um, mm. And it's, and how, you know, besides the breathing and, and everything, because it's a, a big trust. It's about building trust with yourself and creating that space to be comfortable in the quietness. Um, mm-hmm. So what might be some advice from you to help prepare people to be comfortable, get more comfortable with being in that pause?
1: Yeah, our worlds are so busy, right? And everything mm-hmm. is moving so quickly. Um, and time is speeding up. It mm-hmm. is. It is t-
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, like time yeah.
1: works. <laughs> right? I, yeah. uh, it's frustrating. Uh, mm-hmm. Because there, I feel like oh, there's so much to do. But but the thing is, is that everything flows. Everything will come as it's meant to. You need to take those steps though, to -hmm. ensure that, that it happens for you, whatever your journey might be. And, um, so really listening to that. So, so yes, taking time for the pause, like what, what is your, so physically, what does your day look like? When is it that you can, take some time to do that for yourself and to be in that space of just nothingness and aloneness mm-hmm. and really focus in and tune into that. But then as you're going through your day, what are some of the nudges that you're getting? Um, for me, a lot of it was in the emotional center, mm-hmm. right? If there's that actual physical, oh, yeah. then I know there's something, there's something going on. You know, the hair is standing up at the back of your neck that mm-hmm. type of thing. And then, then what is it? Stop. Mm-hmm. And just sort of, Tune into that, like, oh, what's happening for me right now? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I always tell my clients too, when they're they're going back and doing regression work with them, whatever is popping into their head first is correct. Whatever's coming is what you need to listen to. Um, and and don't second guess, right? So just so just then you can act on it after that. You can you can be in that space. But it is about recognizing when you do need to take that pause, right, which is sometimes a trick for us because it's like that might come and then it's like, oh, but I have to go do this, so we'll just ignore that, right, so being able or giving yourself the space and the um, ability and the permission Mm. to just allow that time, right, if if something's, I don't (laughs) know, I've even pulled my car over, (laughs) right? And just Mm -hmm. gone off the road. If there's something that I feel is needing to be addressed or whatever. So, so really, truly allowing yourself that time, you know, you're on a phone call, you're on a zoom call. It's like, just give me a sec. There's something, you know, and then tune into that. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a little bit of practice. It's a lot of allowing, um, and permission, give yourself permission, right? And then forgiveness too. the other side of that is, um, is just forgiving yourself for for not always picking up on those cues and just being gracious with yourself as well and gentle right as you move into this into this path and on your journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no,
0: it's powerful. It's a, a powerful exercise. As you were talking, I was just thinking about a uh an experience I had in California. I love California. It is like such like Hawaii and California for me are the two most palpable manifestation places I've ever been in. Like, I just, I think it, it's like, it happens, like, real time right now. And I, I never feel like my feet are on the ground, though, like when I'm in Hawaii, or mm-hmm. um, I feel like I'm just hovering over the earth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's, and especially in California, it's a very fast-paced, the highways are insane. Oh, and you for can't sure, yeah. help but go with the flow of traffic, and all of a sudden you're speeding at ridiculous you know uh, really fast (laughs) so I have to be really conscious of like really conscious of it and I have to really slow down but I as you were talking I was just like um I was thinking about this time where I just thought oh, I really want to see the redwoods you know I was driving I was actually going to see a friend of mine and all of a sudden my GPS just kind of rerouted itself and the turning point like literally came up so fast that I was just like, I didn't even second guess it, but I literally just came right off the highway going at like ridiculous rates. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just did like, like that is insane. But the GPS said like, you have to go this way. So I, pull, so I go down this road, and sure enough, I drive into a huge grove of redwood trees. <laughs> and I'm just oh, like, that oh. is hilarious. Thank you. <laughs> and then, you know, I enjoyed my redwood experience, and then I got back mm-hmm. in the car, and that road literally just took me off the highway, but put me right back on the highway. Like, it wasn't oh, wow. really, and it was off course just enough, but not enough yeah. to take you off course. It was just a slight detour that brought me back, right back onto the main path.
1: That's beautiful. And I
0: just, I always, you know, I just, I um, always come back to teachings I had with a shaman years ago. And he always said to me, he said, you know, Dixie, I mean, his training was pretty intense where he would set himself up for days on end and he wouldn't leave until spirit or the voice told him to. So he really worked on his intuition muscle. And, and I, I, I heard him and I took it in and I still practice it to this day. So I always challenge myself. And invite mm-hmm. the opportunity in, do I go left or right? You know, do I get, can I, where should I go today? Like, what is, what is the scenic route for the highest and best good of me? Or, you know, is it what, um, uh, you know, what park should I go to today? You know, or what do I need to experience today? Show me the path. Um, and I just always am in contemplation of asking those questions and then I leave it and then I just allow or whatever is meant to happen to happen
1: that's beautiful and I mean that extends to even a book picking a book up mm-hmm. off the right. shelf like what is it that I
0: need to really learn right now? out of the bookcase
1: <laughs> exactly yeah and then you'll find that as you're reading I like well I really needed this like yeah. this is what I needed yeah because it's it's perfect for that time yeah. um yeah and that's part of the intuition um the knowing right so I think understanding or remembering that we're, we're just a vibration of our spirit. So we're the, we're the molecule form of our spirit. So, you know, as we're consistently um, energizing, mm-hmm. um, we're, it, you know, if you're to just sort of allow the spirit to come through it's going to guide you in whatever it is that you need to do whether it's something as simple as choosing a book because it's something you needed to learn mm-hmm. or who you need to connect with or you know what what path you need to take or like you're saying like do i need to pack my visas and my <laughs> like have all of this stuff ready right and um, where to go so yeah just just realizing and acknowledging that you are spirit having this physical this physical Mm -hmm. thing. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and the, and the purpose for it is, is try to engage as in as much as possible, learn as much Mm -hmm. as possible, because what we're doing is taking that back to source, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we're here to have that, um, Mm -hmm. that lesson, but it's really about the much bigger picture. And that is that we we are, you know, Mm -hmm. part of this one divine source energy Mm -hmm. and we're learning. And that's one of the reasons for the forgetting as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, we may have forgotten when we were born, what we're actually capable of doing. Mm -hmm. And it's so we can experience these experiences Mm -hmm. and have, have these, um, these negative and these positive experiences throughout our lives and learn from them. So Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's fascinating. I could talk Mm -hmm. about this stuff all day.
0: (laughs) I know. No, I, I do too. I love it all. Well, and I think too, you know, what I have this conversation and I see it a lot with, other healers and practitioners, and I'm just curious on your point of view, um, because we are, and, and I used to be, like, I would say that my soul is definitely not in my body, and I was a walking, I was probably a walking corpse, because I had a lot of oopses, and accidentals, and near deaths, and, you know, all (laughs) these things that were just, like, come on, like, get with the program here, and, Yeah. you know, listen up. And I was still not like, I didn't know what I was supposed to be listening to. I yet I was just kind of, I felt like I was stumbling through life. And a lot of the work I often do with people is I have the gift of bringing the soul into the body, into the vessel. And, and even, and I find a lot of healers, they love to spend their time in the ethers. And they're just like their head, mm-hmm. you know, they use the term I use my heads in the clouds all the time. But the real power, I find, is when the the soul really takes a seat in the vessel, and that it's like that full connection to the human body, and to give ourselves full permission to have a human experience. Yes. And I find the consciousness, as we take a seat in the vessel, the consciousness is all now within, whereas Mm -hmm. I find that the first stage of searching is like we're searching outside of ourselves. We think we're going above and out into the ethers, into the universe to find the answers or to astral project and and fly around that way versus really coming home to our our physical body that we chose and to really give ourselves permission to play in the human experience through the divine guidance. Mm Does
1: that make Mm -hmm. sense? Yeah, it does, it does. And I think another part of that is you know some of the education thinking about my own upbringing um and the belief that god was something outside of ourselves right. um yeah. right and it's it's just so not true i just don't mm-hmm. believe that i never did um it's like no no i'm you know part of this mm-hmm. and 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 you know the the picture that was painted of god was someone that was quite awful yeah. <laughs> and i never believed it and yeah, yeah and it, it's mm-hmm. um it there there is nothing outside of ourselves, right? We we are um, within our our own self, but we're also a piece of each other too, mm-hmm. and and have that connection, right? And mm-hmm. so, you know, when you meet somebody and there's that spark and there's that oh my god, I feel like I've known you forever or whatever, like it's because you have. Yeah. you know, and it's, it's just a beautiful thing. And so acknowledging that as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, totally.
1: I completely I agree. It this whole,
0: well, it's the mirror, the fragmented soul. And it's just another mirror of the full, the whole soul, the whole self that comes yes. back. And it's just that yes. those celebratory, I love when those relationships happen. And I find that in my business too, where a lot of, well, most of my clients, have, and, and I've been in a lot of reflection over this last, Ten years, like I've been in practice for ten years, and I've worked with thousands. Like I have seen thousands of bodies, thousands of, I mean, thousands and thousands. I don't even know how many thousands of sessions that I've <laughs> done, and, yeah. and I've been having these glimpses. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that person, or I forgot about that experience or situation. You know, it's just like I'm having all these kind of flashbacks of these amazing experiences that have happened. And still to this day, you know, more people are finding their way to me in their own. And they, they feel the call. They, they, they are literally like, I need to come and see you, like, right now. Um, I and, love that. and I just yeah. find that, you know, when we are living in alignment with our divine calling and answering the call to service, that the universe will absolutely support you in, in knowing and unknowing ways
1: exactly it's just it's just been waiting for you right mm. it's already there it's just been waiting for you as, as everything and anything is for sure
0: mm-hmm. and how do you find that in your business and and how you're here to serve um i actually started doing something
1: um yeah, no and it was last year yeah that i started with my uh hypnotherapy clients too uh, called a soul fragmentation, mm-hmm. and, and that was divinely guided as well, and so it's it's taking them uh, into the universe, and um, you know, I say quite literally, but you know, they're outside of themselves, mm-hmm. and they're back into the universe, and they're in the comfort of our true home, mm-hmm. and and bringing in those parts and pieces of our soul that's been fragmented off throughout this lifetime and previous ones, mm-hmm. and reconnecting them with their divine oneself, uh, before bringing them back into their body, and the reactions are just so incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. And then usually, while we're up there and we're doing that work, um, I reconnect them to um, the the DNA of the universe, mm-hmm. so to the universal grid line,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and it's it's so cool. A, a lot of the times, what happens with the actual client as I'm as I'm um, uh, describing or as I'm explaining, like you know what they or what they're seeing and and, and how things are working they'll actually start spreading their arms and their Mm -hmm. fingers as they're connecting back into Mm -hmm. the grid right and it's just beautiful and then feeling the energy run through them and then and then working with them to set a new intention Mm -hmm. for themselves once once they've come back to their body but but it's so powerful like it's Mm -hmm. just and and I'm so grateful that I was guided to to do that work and to start doing that work with people Mm -hmm. and it just I find that it's has really up leveled their experience oh, yeah. um, and their healing.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, I've seen when I when I help people reconnect to their soul their, or bring the soul into the vessel, their whole life is transformed. Totally. Like they do a three sixty. They're moving forward. They get job offers. They got you know they're, and it's it's a reminder that, well, a lot of the people I've been meeting lately I'm in, so inspired by because they're in their seventies, late seventies late 60s who are starting new endeavors wow. and their soul is so alive like they're just electric and they oh. have this urgency to make deliver create build like really big foundational pieces yeah. and to me it's always the, the reminder it's never too late
1: mm-hmm.
0: It's never too late to start something. It's never too late to look at yourself. It's never too late to have a dream. It's never too late to get whole, you know, to seek out for, um, for services, regardless of what, you know, a stepping stone, a starting place, um, really investing in your development and yeah. because.
1: There is actually no construct of time, right? right? We're doing what we can do in this life as we need to do it, as it unfolds um, with purpose and with you know some direction and trajectory, but, but time is limitless. We, we yeah. have lifetimes and more to come. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the work that I've done with clients too is not only past life regression, but future life progression, oh, wow. so going into the future, um, 50 years, 100 years, and so on, just to see how the end of their life actually turns out, right. and showing them that that a, a beautiful shift has happened, and that they are able to produce what it is they want to produce, or or go mm-hmm. in the direction they want to go, and it's interesting that the clients that I've taken 500 and 1,000 years into the into the future mm-hmm. all come back with the same answer and it's it's like what is it like what's life like and they're all like oh it's just beautiful like there's so much peace and there's so much knowing and everyone loves everyone and it's just and all the answers are the same it's so interesting so it it also gives me hope right (laughs) it's
0: like I was just gonna say but do you and and my question curious question you know, do you feel like maybe that's what people are seeking for or hoping for for the future? Or is that something that they're really?
1: I think doing? based on what they're in uh, hypnosis, what their body is telling me, their body language mm-hmm. and so on, they're having that experience. Like they're, they're mm-hmm. in that experience. So cool. and they're they're able to say, "Oh my gosh, I have three children, and this is what they look like and oh, right. yeah, can describe in detail That's uh it. what their surroundings are like and everything else, right so yeah. it's not the wishful thinking type of thing or mm-hmm. um you know it's it's clearly evident that it's like they're there, they see yeah. it, and interesting because you know when we say that our life plan is mapped out for us Mm -hmm. pre-life going back into that space with people and finding out why is it there's been quite a few people that have wanted to know like why am i with this person why am i with this person or why did i have this experience it's like well let's go back and let's research why you have written that into your your present mm-hmm. life you know let's yeah. like what were you supposed it's to learn good. from this mm-hmm. and then it, it it moves forward it's like mm-hmm. there's all these other experiences that they want to experience and it's already coming into their uh yeah. psyche into their development for future mm-hmm. life so it's really interesting mm-hmm. uh, but i think it's you know the overall universal thing that's really interesting too is there's so much more peace and okay. and love and compassion and, and everything mm-hmm. else in the world so,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: you know the hard work that we're doing now and the this this the stuff that's awful in our world now mm-hmm. um, to know that we just keep going. It's yeah. all going to change. and It's just going to be for the better. It's just mm-hmm. wonderful.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I couldn't agree with you more. I think there's, I've been playing with, you know, five years, 10 years into my own future, like just on my own. Mm-hmm. And it's been amazing. I've had some, some, my, some, you know, pieces have played out where I've seen the beginning of five years and then I've also seen it deepen in, in, into that 10 year mark. Nice. And so it's just that those timelines, I think that they're, you know, they're there, but it all comes back down to choice and the, and the choices that we, that we make and the choices that we, that we experience. So it all comes down to, you know, the whole argument is there really divine will? And I'm like, yes, I think there's always an opportunity you get to choose, sure. um, but I've learned to listen in and i know when i'm not maybe choosing the best option <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah that's the beauty part of that right <laughs> it's like well, i'm gonna
0: choose you know, it I anyway
1: yeah <laughs> for sure <laughs> zig instead of zag i don't know yeah. Yeah.
0: so for sure so powerful yeah. so we're just coming up to the end of our time here do you have any other um nuggets or wisdom that you'd love to share Um.
1: Maybe just that last piece, really, about having more compassion and patience Mm -hmm. for yourself and for others uh, is going to go a long way. And, you know, love, love everybody, because Mm -hmm. ultimately that's the ultimate feeling, right, is to love and be loved. Um, Yeah, and just to really honor, honor where you are in your path, be okay with it, be nice to yourself about it, and take those steps to move forward,
0: you know, pick up that book, take that course, whatever it might be. So, mm-hmm. yeah, trust the nudges for sure. Yes. Thank yes. you for that. And thank you for sharing your beautiful soul today. Thank you. Thank Love you. your energy and appreciate your perspectives. And uh, thank you for all of your time. Um, you can connect with Tammy, actually. Thank you for, to everybody else who's been watching. And I hope that you found value in the show. And I know I always do, I always have massive takeaways from every interview that I do with people. Okay and uh and look for ways to um activate it in my life in a really big way and i hope that you can too so you can connect with tammy she has a facebook page called spirit women academy uh, so you can check her out there i'll put the link in the show notes um for you to click on for later and you know again you know please subscribe um to the youtube channel and like share and comment and you know keep the conversation going and we'd love to hear your opinion as well so thank you so much again tammy for your time and we'll see you all soon abundant love bye for now bye for now